This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 28th of October. This week I had my biennial visit to the optician and I was delighted to be told that my eyes show no sign of deterioration over the last two years, but that now I'm over 40, I should expect to have to wear my spectacles at least sometimes. And going around the parish and the locale during this last week when we've had such spectacular sunshine, you have to remind yourself not to take beauty for granted. It's our eyes that keep us conscious of all this and how our eyes give us a glimpse on earth of God's own beauty. Just as with our human eyes we see the world around us, so it is with the eyes of faith that we have to see even more important realities. We have to live not simply by what we can see, but by the faith we have been given. The Gospel of this Sunday gives us a model of how to live by faith and not simply by sight. Bartimaeus is a lesson in faith. He desperately wants to see and he also wants to believe. And so he wants to see Jesus who can give him faith and sight. Can we see something of ourselves in this man? Because to a greater or lesser degree, he symbolises all of us who live in the city of dysfunction, in the darkness of sin. Lack of vision is a result of the sin that we all carry within us. Any kind of self-absorption is what obscures our view of God, let alone violence and corruption and the injustices that we see committed in the world today. As a result, we are blind spiritually. We don't see what we're meant to see. We don't see the ways of God because we're blind to them. Spiritually speaking, we're all like Bartimaeus. We are beggars who are begging to be saved. That's why St Mark wants us to identify with this man who is begging by the walls of Jericho, because Bartimaeus knows his needs. And so he cries out, asking Jesus to have pity on him. In the Greek, which is the original language of the Gospel of St Mark, what he says is, eleison me, eleison me. At the beginning of every Mass, we Catholics say, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord, have pity, Christ have pity, Lord, have pity on me. So we put ourselves ritually in the place of Bartimaeus, acknowledging as the Mass begins that we are blind, that we've lost our way and we are beggars, not able to save ourselves. And this is his great virtue, it's his great grace, realising that he is a beggar. One of the major spiritual problems of today is that people don't realise this. We think all is well, that all can be made well by my own efforts. The culture around us teaches us this, but the Bible doesn't. The Bible, the Word of God, tells us that we are utterly dependent upon God for everything, for our health, our life, and above all, for our salvation. So if we want a good model of prayer, a prayer for faith, a prayer for more spiritual sight, then this man Bartimaeus gives it to us. Lord, have pity on me, Lord, that I may see. 
but his friends, and notice how it's his friends, tell him to be quiet and not to bother Jesus. Do we get put off sometimes by others, sometimes by our friends and family, even discouraged by the way our environment seems to conspire to tell us the opposite of what we know is right, true and holy? Bartimaeus didn't listen to them, and he just called out all the more. And Jesus heard him the first time, but he let him persevere in his asking. He let him persevere in his prayer, just as he seems to do with us when we ask again and again for things. He waits so that we are convinced that we need him. He wants us to persevere, just like Bartimaeus sitting there at the roadside to never give up calling, crying out, in persevering prayer. I love the life of Saint Augustine of Hippo in the fourth century, a life so colourful, so bad at times, but also hopeful of what God would do. And his mother, Saint Monica, despaired of him ever becoming a Christian, of ever being a good boy, that he would ever stop sinning. In fact, it took Saint Monica 16 years to obtain the conversion of her son Augustine. But the conversion was entire and far beyond what she prayed for. She just prayed that he'd give up a life of debauchery. Instead, he embraced a life of celibacy, of chastity. She only wanted him to be baptised and become a Christian, but she saw him become a great bishop. She asked God to turn him away from heresy, and God made him a pillar of the church and one of her greatest theologians. Think what would have happened if she'd given up after a couple of years or after 10 or 12 years when she saw no result to her prayer and her son only getting worse rather than better by adding avarice and ambition to the litany of his many sins. If she'd given up asking God then, she'd not only have wronged her son, but thrown away her own happiness and deprived the church of one of her greatest saints. Lord, that I may see persevering prayer, that we may see what God wants of us in every situation that life throws our way, that we may live by faith alone, that our sight will always be illumined by our Catholic beliefs. We can ask Mary to help us live by faith, faith in the Son of God who loved us and pours out himself for us in this Mass and in every Mass. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>